Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Feudal Enemy Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're going to be talking about glass slip uh that was my choice uh given to us by the rng powers that be um and honestly for this one i i really don't know how to properly describe what we watched i genuinely do not know how to properly describe this a very boring train wreck that no one actually wants to watch yes um no one I can think of would actually watch this. Um, now it starts off with, uh, with, uh, some students you're led to believe they're students. At least that's what I'm led to believe, even though they've never gone to school cause it's summer break, I guess, or something. Uh, but they still keep hanging out at school. Um, anyways, uh, the main, one of the main male protagonists, uh, Toku, uh, shows up and he says he's been looking for uh gosh what is her name that's how memorable this 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 anime is it just you can't help it right right oh i'm sorry uh uh kake uh kekeru uh comes to town and he's searching for toku uh toku and they apparently how they keep referring it to how they keep referring to it is um, they are able to see or hear fragments of the future. Kind of. The way that it works is Toko can see the future with a medium that just happens to be glass for some unknown reason. And Kakaru, I don't know how you pronounce his name, appropriately, can only hear fragments of his future. Now, they also don't ever specify if it's actually fragments of the future or not. It's just what they happen to call it. And it it becomes so convoluted. Whereas Kakaru's medium appears to be music from his uh, piano or his mom is a piano um, specialist or she's a um, professional pianist. There's a very good chance. I'm going to butcher that and make it sound like something completely different. That's all right. Um, so oh, she just plays the piano professionally and his medium is listening to her music or listening to the quiet of the forest next to his dad's house. And that's how he's able to hear things or, or fragments as he calls them. He interprets them to be um, future sounds coming back to him where he's able to then search people out or search things out because he envisions that the future cannot be changed. Um, when he meets this girl, uh, Toko, it becomes more visual. They start sharing their power, if you will, of, of future um, exposure, let's call it. And slowly but surely, uh, Kakiru Kake, starts to lose his ability to hear anything, whereas Toko's somehow gets stronger and more prevalent and more active, if you will. 
Now, in my head, I saw it as one absorbing the other. Um, but I think the anime kind of led us to believe that you stop seeing it when you stop wanting to, or you stop hearing it when you, when you feel you no longer need to, um, which harkens back to um, a little proclamation said in the beginning where a wish said out loud is more, more likely to come true because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whereas if you keep it to yourself, it doesn't. And she says that she, uh, she would like her future self to fix everything. And in a way she does, but at the same time, she's also the cause of a lot of friction. Um, but it's very, very dry. And you could skip an episode or two and, and almost not miss it until you reach episode nine, where everything kind of flips around itself and nothing makes any sense because instead of Toko being the center of her friend's group, uh, Kakiro or Kaka Kakiro, I'm going to butcher that guy's name. Oh, I know what you're talking time. about. I'm just I know talk. what you're talking about. That's not episode nine. That's one episode, and that is episode 12, where they end up going to a, or, or rather, where she ends up going to a pseudo-reality, where she's yeah. the new girl in town, and he's been there yeah. the whole time, and he's the friends with everyone, and they're trying to you know, hang out, but at the same time, everyone's hanging out somewhere else. And then there's people hanging out at, at a fireworks festival and she's trying to meet up with them, but no one recognizes her, even though she just met up with them. So it's like, what? As confusing as you just made it sound. That's exactly how you feel when you're actually watching. it. I would say you feel even more confused when you watch it because you're expected, because it doesn't give you any hint that that is what happened, like, at all. Not even close. It just, the episode just starts off with her getting off a train, and you're there, and then you don't find out this is going on till like, almost the very end of the episode, and then you're realizing that is what happened. Well, the cool part is, it's snowing in this, in this alternate world, if you will, and this harkens back to her past visuals where it's snowing when like some real shit goes down emotionally speaking. Right. And she mentions that it never snows where she lives. And you're like, what the hell? She just said it never snows. Maybe this winter's different. Maybe there was a time-lapse. They're not telling you about it's, it's nuts. But in episode 13, it, the, the opening kind of lets you know that it was not necessarily an alternate world so much it was a vision brought on by holding uh Takiru K holding K's hand and uh listening to his mom. So both mediums well that she had glass that she was looking through and she was listening to his mother's piano playing and that teleported her almost completely into this future um pseudo alternate yeah, reality fragment fragment thing and that's when k goes you know i haven't been able to hear anything for a very long time and well he's also told her that a couple of different times as well it's that 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 wasn't the only time he's actually ever said it to her 
true, but I think this is the last time he said it. Now he's, I think he goes, I don't think I'll ever see it again. And what's confusing to me is you also seem to think he's got split personalities. Yes. Thank you. I was going to bring that up. He, he, uh, sister and has a conversation with two other versions of himself mentally. Um, he also decides to, uh, sleep outside in a tent outside of his father's house for whatever reason. Well, he's a unique situation. I'm going to gonna try to interject my thoughts on this one. Um, he lived with his mom for a while. Obviously, we, we, we do give that information, um, but you don't get it till much later. At the very beginning, uh, you are, at least I was led to believe he was, um, his mom passed away and he was left to uh, his absentee father who he had to move to after he basically grew up completely. Yeah, I, I do agree. That is what it leads you to believe. And the reason why his father was never there is never known. Um, but you do find out that he moved a lot growing up. Yeah. His you, mom moved every two years because of her job, because she wanted to pr- promote and uh, excel in her field. And in order to do so, she had to learn learn new material and just advance her craft. And that's how she was able to do it, just by moving damn near constantly. So he had just enough time to make friends and then leave them. And that led to his, um, I believe the, the parents said he had a turn of phrase for it, something along the lines of... Sudden and um, unexpected loneliness is what they... No, sudden uh, and expected loneliness, not unexpected, expected. Ah, yes, happened, yes. That happened only around festival time when everybody kind of forgot about him. And now that I'm actually saying it, when it's kind of interesting, when she went into that pseudo world, she actually met everybody again. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm new here. It was kind of weird. When the festival came around, no one remembered her. Well, it, they the, saw her, but they didn't remember her. Well, like I said, um, when they were, when she was calling out to them, the people that she had actually met were actually somewhere else. And so there was another reality version of them there meeting up at the fireworks festival while the other ones at the exact same time, alternate versions of themselves who she did meet were elsewhere. Yeah. So that, <laughs> again, super freaking confusing. But yeah, there was two versions of everybody in that thing except her. Um, but I bring that up to say that that's how probably he felt, where come festival time, everyone who he knew seemed to forget him. And so I think she was experiencing his view of reality in a particular scenario, in that particular setup. But that never comes across. That That's left for the viewer to interpret in a very odd manner, let's call it. I would say that it's, it's kind of a... Uh not even up to you to interpret. I would say it's more along the lines of you're kind of just thrown a mess of crap in a puzzle form without any guide to what the picture actually is because it's just one shade of brown all the way around. And then they say, here you go. Go ahead and put it together. Thank you. Yeah. And whatever your interpretation is, it must be. But okay, so let's go with... um let me break down a few of the relationship uh, scenarios that we got going on here, because you are right. It, it, it does say romance and there is uh, rejection of plenty too, which 
you know, whatever. You've got the main girl, the protagonist, who doesn't really like anybody until this new kid comes along, and she almost instantly is drawn to him. It, it must be his um, his constant loneliness. I am solemn. The world hates me. I'm a lonely, lonely kind of guy. I'm a, I obviously have everything figured out, but I don't have anything figured out because of how I am. Okay, so you've got her who's oblivious to everything. He shows up, and it's kind of funny because... The of the group, you've got five people. You have her, you have the guy I'm going to refer to as the runner. You're going to have uh, a guy named Hero, who is uh, kind of like I would say he's very overlookable, in my opinion. He's not, he doesn't stand out as the athletic, the athletic, the intellectual. He just doesn't stand out much at all. Mm -hmm. You've got the sickly girl with glasses, who is, um, I would say, confused but potentially bisexual. And then we have the model who is somehow related to the runner that their parents had gotten married and that, that made them step sibling. Right. Yeah. They, uh, they do make a couple references to them, uh, actually being related through marriage and not because they're actually related to each other, uh, through blood. Thank God. Yeah, I was going to say, and you, you know how uh, Japanese animation does go with the step-sibling genre, let's call um, it. Well, they do have one uh, domestic girlfriend, in case you haven't seen that one. I, I've i heard of it. I have not seen it. I've heard of it. I have zero intent uh, to watch it, unless, of course, the random gods decide that your choice is that next time you get to choose. It's not but. my fault. Whenever they come, whenever these get chosen, oh, I told oh, you. Shit. I told you. All I know, all like I know, it. is when I get the random, it always goes to shit I want to watch, which is nice and awesome and entertaining, and then it goes to shit you want to watch, which is ninety five percent of the time. I guarantee, slice of life. Hey, somebody. First dies, of all, let, me let me clarify. Let me clarify. Your random is not random. You're just choosing it because you're lazy and you want to watch something you've already watched. I'm choosing it because that's what I'm told I'm watching next because of the random, uh, random. You choice. know, you're right. I care about our viewership. I care, and I, I, hey. I do the work where I pre-watch and I pre-game these things, and I. I do the homework look, before making look, my decisions, making sure quality I is there. I care so much that I'm willing to subject both you and oh, me, both you and me to horrible, mm. horrible shows like this so no one else has to watch it. All right. Okay, to be fair, to be fair, this is the first one that I disliked this much where I, I found so little redeeming quality that I would not watch it again like it's the animation's not even amazing like that's that's how that's how bad it is like the story is so all over the place they didn't do a good job in conveying what they were trying to convey the it doesn't make any sense everything feels super rushed at the end and super drawn out in the beginning like they spent i'm not even joking two episodes almost full episodes drawing chickens yes drawing um, chickens that's basically what they did almost every episode. There was almost every episode uh, that was or revolved around 
chickens? Him talking to himself? I Well, yeah, but I was going to say I, I misspoke that. What I mean is you could do two full episodes, two 24-minute episodes of nothing but her trying to draw chickens. It didn't happen all at once, but that's how much time was wasted in this 13-episode anime, uh, anime. Yes, most definitely. In fact, I would uh, I would wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Um, it felt like, in all honesty, it felt like the directors, the the story writers, everything didn't even have an idea as to what they wanted to uh, concentrate on. They didn't even choose on a story for it. They were thinking about the story, contemplated about the story, and then every five minutes decided to go with something else. They didn't do any character development on it, so they didn't give you a chance to develop the relationship with any of the characters at all. It was all over the place. It was it was disappointing. Yeah, because it could have been so much better. Now, in my... In my humble opinion, and I am not by no means any, by no means a writer of any kind. I have severe writer's block. But what I see, think on this, what I think on this for bullet points would be two people have an ability that seem to be shared and then one goes away. Two, you find out later that the mother, her mother, Toko's mom, says that she once had something like that and two it goes away like that is those are the three or four major plot points in the whole anime and they're like let's take care of those after the fact let's take care of that in post and they took care of it almost literally in episode 12 and 13 and episode 12 was so confusing that it you you lost the point um the only thing in episode 12 that remained the same were the relationships so to go back to that point really quick in this anime, you had the boy who didn't really stand out, Hero, ironic considering his name, um, and the glasses sick girl kind of sort of became a couple um, without Hero's real knowledge. He, it's what he was hoping for. He did like her. But the glasses girl, the, the sick glasses girl, liked him, but also loved the main character, the Toko. And so she had a hard time deciding between each one. And she decided, why do I have to decide? I like you both. And so she was like, you know what, Hiro, I'm going to give you a shot. And you know what, Toko, I'm going to stay your friend. I love you that much. And then the runner professed his love for the main character, also Toko. And the model kind of professed her love for the runner her brother, stepbrother. And the confusion that that became a, such a cluster of just confusion and poorly written dialogue that said a bunch of things with a lot of words and no substance. If you would have focused on, if you would have had like a story arc on each individual one and their growth each individually, rather than attempting to do it all side by side, it would have gone a little bit better. So the director, I think, is at fault here. Uh, I think the story, bo- the uh, the writer is at fault. I, I that's what I think. Uh, I think they're actually, you know, I changed my mind. I think they're all at fault for even attempting to try and do this in any way at all. Because I, all right, 
you know, I mean, like we have a lot of negativity. There's a lot of negativity revolving around this. I want to try and find something positive about this. I really, I genuinely do. I genuinely do want to try and find something positive about this. Um, well, the voice actors kind of sound like they, they phoned it in, to be honest. Aside from the main characters, there wasn't much talent to go around, let's call it. Well, the adults seemed oblivious and, and very, very monotoned. The girls in the swimming hall. Yeah, the girls in the swimming hall were basically oogling at the runner as you ran by every day at the exact same time every day. Talk about proficiency. Hey, at least he is uh, very regular. Consistent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not only that, for whatever reason, uh, uh, Toku's sister, um, Hine, decides to hop on a bike on one of the days he's running and just like ride alongside him and just say, be sure to stay attractive, please make sure you stay attractive. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest. I don't know if it was a, a translation issue on the subtitles or not, but they, yeah, him being a attractive became a point for the sister, the model, and Hina, the main character sister, or, yeah, main character sister. And you find out that he loses his attractiveness almost immediately after professing his love. And it wasn't even love. He's like, hey, I like you. I just want to let you know that I like you. And the response was a very awkward thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, but... It is what it is. I personally have been rejected one time, and it was when I was younger. And it wasn't a simple, oh, yeah, thank you. It was, oh, I like I like our friendship. Now, granted, I was like four, so I didn't know what the hell to think. <laughs> <sighs> but, I mean, the reaction wasn't me losing my attractiveness. <laughs> it Are was you sure? pretending shit never happened. Yeah, Are I'm you sexist. sure that Have never happened? Me? I mean, Have you seen me? I ha- exactly. I-, I am a sex god. Uh, <laughs> which is why I'm glad we're doing uh, audio podcast and not video, because God knows we would <laughs> lose anyone that would ever possibly hear us. The fan base would explode. From your ugliness. Almost, eh, almost literally. Okay. They'd be like, oh my God, I've, I've lost all. The dialogue we just had is better than the fucking anime. Uh, oh my yeah. God. All right, so... I would I again I would I would I would truly love to to have a positive note about well you know I do have something positive about to say about this um all the way through all the way through I was expecting a glasses girl to die or the yeah. or hero's <laughs> sister to die. All right, I was yeah. expecting someone to die. I expected everyone to die, someone to die, but no one died. So that's a good thing. No one dies in this show. Absolutely zero deaths. Zero deaths. But no, okay, okay. To your point, yes. I was fully expecting Glasses Girl to pass on because she was in the hospital so damn much. Um but the sister I wasn't expecting her to die. I was expecting her to profess love for somebody and have her boyfriend die, who you never see. So the emotional investment would be just as much of a loss as it were if she never mentioned she had a boyfriend. Yeah, well... um, Side note, that poor, poor car. Every time you saw this car, it was even more damaged. 
Yes. The very first time you see it, it's 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 fender is dented in. And you're like, oh, well, someone's a bad driver. The next time you see it, she's got she's it looks like she like drug her car against a side rail for a while. And not even the passenger side, the driver's side. So it's not like a oh, maybe I hit it. No. You drug that thing for like 15, 20 feet before you corrected. Yeah. To get to get these marks. And the very last time you see it. I don't know if I I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly or not, but the 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 rear tail light was busted. And you're like she backed into something. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I don't remember that, but then again, I do remember that uh her own brother, no. Someone was uh it, oh, glasses girl. The girl who looked like she was going to die anyway. They're going up the mountain <laughs> for whatever reason and it I could have swore that it was like, oh, they're going to careen right off and they're going to die. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like that's what's going to happen that, right here in this show. It's, yep, that's their death scene. It's like two episodes. It's like the second episode in. You're like that person's gonna die. No, no, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> not yet. M- not, maybe next time. Maybe next time. We're not you emotionally know, involved enough yet. Oh God, we weren't emotionally involved at all through this whole thing. Um, I would have to say another positive thing. If you want to laugh at something at how ridiculous it was done, you can watch this. You can totally turn this into a comedy. I mean, you how? could. Just every time you think someone's about to die, you just take a shot. You'll be hammered by the time you're halfway through the third episode. Oh, yeah. No, that that's that's true. That is true. But you can't watch the whole thing because you'll die of alcohol poisoning. That is true. Um, uh, 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 something else that I found really ridiculous is uh, Glasses Girl, you know, being uh, how in love she was with uh, Toku. When, when, uh, when, when emo boy with split personality decides to show up <laughs> or at when the special spot up, yeah. to meet with her, okay, she stands up and, and gets in front of Toku and him, uh, in between Toku and him, as if to do what? I mean, like a common cold would take her out. Like hard, right? It's like all he would have to do is just walk up and sneeze, go, <laughs> and she's done. Yeah, she'll crip pull over, and like, oh, I'm sick again. Yeah, jeez. Oh man, I don't know. I do know that they were able to show. Okay, okay, good, good point here. Good point. Positive note. They were able to show the emotion pettiness extremely yes. well with Glasses Girl, and what I mean by that is she was very manipulative. And while she was in the hospital, she heard that split personality boy, Kay, and Toko were going to go meet at the beach. So she sent a mass text to everyone saying, hey, I'm getting out early. Let's all go to the beach simply to crash their date because she didn't like him. That is petty. And it actually caused Hero to stop dating her or stop talking to her for i think it was like three or four episodes yeah until and, she uh decided to invite uh toku and hiro to the art gallery where they were able to stay in after it closed down and they were out in the moonlight and she professed her love to both of them at the same time i love you both i do well I she didn't both. she didn't actually do that 
it, she was using, they were saying something about kanji, I think it was. And that's, I believe kanji is the way you write something, um, can have multiple meanings in Japanese. Now, they were saying that the moon is beautiful tonight, could also be written as, or read as, professing or confessing love. And she goes, the moon is so pretty, which I think can be, yeah, as I said, written as a confession. And she goes um, to Hero, you know, the moon is so pretty and I really like you. And then she goes to Toko, the moon is so pretty and I really like you too. And she goes, you know what? To make things real simple, let's Toko and I just be friends and Hero and I, let's be more than friends. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. And that's kind of like the climactic point of their tension. And everyone the next day acts like it never happened. And it's weird. It's weird because you don't get confessed to and then be like, we cool. Whereas when other people did it a day to get over it, you're like, dear Lord. So the pacing is just interesting to say the very least. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, I think on that note, I, I don't really have much else to say for, for any of this, uh, for any any yeah, of the show, if we kept going, we might end up beating a dead horse, for lack of a better term. All right. Um, on a scale of zero to five, what would you rate this, sir? You know they say A for effort. Yeah, yeah effort doesn't count for much. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna give it my lowest score that I'd be willing to give any anime because you have to. You have to, at the very least, recognize the effort put in. The animation, while not the best, easily, easily. The story, super confusing. The characters, again, phoned it in. So I'm going to give it a 0.5. 0.5 fabs. Would not watch of my own volition. Would not tell someone else to watch it unless I really didn't like them. Uh, mainly because I don't think they'd, they'd follow through. After the second episode, they'd be like, yeah, I'm done. This guy's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It um, was so bad. It was so bad. really, really, really bad. Like, um, I try to give anime at least three episodes. The first one to draw me in. Second one to give me some kind of plot. And the third one to start the first arc. You know, that that's typically how I do things. Nothing happened until like the sixth or seventh episode. Yeah. So, sorry. I'm ranting at this point. You're good. Um for me, I would uh I would give it a I would give it a I'd give it a zero. Just a solid a flat zero. Flat wow. Zero. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. I wouldn't watch it again. I would I would literally try to purge this from my memory in and of itself. I would recommend I would recommend watching listening however you consume this podcast over the anime cuz we are far more animated and you lose less to your life. Indeed. Uh I yeah. It it was confusing. Had no character development. 
There was no reason for half the things that went on there. The ending, of course, was open, but it was so open that not even you or anyone else can tell me exactly what the heck happened. All you know is there's not a tent in the backyard of his dad's house anymore. I I didn't even notice that. I noticed that because they always showed an aerial view of his dad's house. And it was like, oh, there's a tent back there. That's right. That's right. Okay. I'll give you that. So that I, I give it a zero. No character development. Story was crap. The animation was eh, subpar at best. The, the emotions, the, uh, the, the voice actors, they themselves, they probably read the script and were like, what the hell are you trying to get us to do? So they were obviously were not invested in this at all. It's like the whole thing in and of itself was just bad. Just, just, it was bad. So I, that's why I gotta get, I gotta give it a zero because of that. I mean, I would never watch this again. I would never watch it again. I, even if I was asked to watch it again, I would never watch it again. Period. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think that's about all the time that we have for today. It's uh, I believe it's uh, it's my turn. It is, sir, to subjugate the population to our whim. And I, I've seen this anime before. I don't think you have, and I'd like you to watch it. Okay. I recommend it. I enjoy it. So it is 12 episodes long. It is, in my opinion, good. And it is something I think you'll enjoy. It's called, the title is Another. I've seen this. You have. I have. Good. And we both agree that it is a good anime to follow up with this know-nothing anime. Uh, Any anime would be better to follow up the anime (laughs) we just watched. True. True. So let's meet up next week and discuss... The epic, at least in comparison to what we just watched, the epic, another. All right. Uh, Sounds good to me. Um, Feel free to reach out to us via email. You can email us at feudalanimepodcast at gmail.com. We are social, so feel free to tweet at us on the Twitterverse at feudalanimepod. And... um, Feel free to also subscribe to us wherever you listen to us. We are, but uh, don't forget to leave a uh, comment or review. It helps us out. Let us know how we're doing and also uh, give us a rating on iTunes. That does help out. Um, Till next time. Thank you. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 